0: Hey, on this episode of Resilient Business, I talked to my friends Alyssa Blue and Mike McPherson of Holistic Life. These guys have created an awesome uh, countertop water filtration system that has a super low cost per gallon and filters out just about everything. These guys are a real interesting young couple. They live in Florida. They're working on building a self, self-sustainable off-grid bus And So we have a lot of fun with this interview. I hope you guys enjoy it. If you like what you see on Resilient Business, please like, comment, subscribe. Please share this thing far and wide with all your friends. Check us out on the audio podcast channels, Podbean, Apple, and Spotify. Check out my affiliate links below for some great products and great discounts, and I will see you all soon. Alyssa and Mike, welcome to Resilient Business. How are you guys doing?
1: fantastic thank you, yeah. thank you for having us Thanks so much
0: man. it's so good to see you guys i mean we met a few months back and as soon as i met you guys i think you came in and you you tried our pulse chair we had met at a conference a biohacking conference and things we were talking about all kinds of stuff with energy and nutrition and things like that and you started telling me a little bit about your story so i definitely wanted to have you guys on because <laughs> i think it's really interesting and it's timely too because of the way society is going these days and the way, um, you know, we're running into different things with with chemicals and in the environment and technology and things like that that are forcing us to pay more attention to wellness and the things we put in our body. And so you guys have a company that you've started called Life H2O, and it's basically around water and just providing people with the best water possible so I was hoping you guys would describe that a little bit tell us why you decided to start life H2o in the first place um, tell us you know sort of your background uh, that would give you the ability to start a company like that and just kind of give us give us the rundown on that to get started if you would
2: Well, I want to introduce Alyssa because it's my favorite thing to do because Alyssa is a non-practicing aerospace engineer that found the body to be more fascinating than rockets. And I love saying that. It's amazing. I love that.
0: That is excellent.
2: (laughs) Right? Every time makes her blush. I love doing that. And I'm a medical intuitive and healer, holistic healer that is pretty much along for the ride, you know, for healing people and getting this uh, water into a lot of people's hands, but um, she loves telling the story of how we started <laughs> Life h 20 So go ahead, Dave.
1: So... Last year, um, I'd say the the whole world was kind of shut down. So everybody was out of work. Uh, Mike had an office. We were both living in Las Vegas at the time. He actually wasn't allowed to be in his office or see clients at all. And my practice, both of our practices went virtually. I work more on the physical side with fitness, nutrition, and Mike works on like the mental emotional, so he works a lot with um, childhood trauma, PTSD, anxiety, depression. Mm-hmm. So we at this this time, we're working siloed in our practice, but we both were interfacing with people in person, and then we couldn't meet in person. Um, fast forward from the beginning of of last year to the end of last year we're like well we need to do something to help more people um not only maintain their wellness but help detoxify their body from the onslaught of things that they're facing in an environment that it's just ubiquitous it's in the air it's in the water it's in our food and what better way to help the body than with water so this product initially was made for ourselves we're being a little bit selfish in that aspect we're like okay i want the best possible water i can put in my own body and we want to be able to bring it with us
2: yeah we
0: weren't even thinking about
2: (laughs) putting this out to anybody or making it a company at all
0: yep Um, and a lot of times that's the way a great company great products start right right? necessity is the mother of invention and so (laughs) what do we need ourselves and then it ends up turning out so well that people is probably what where you're going need? with this, but go ahead. Yeah,
2: <laughs> exactly. Like during the pandemic, it was really difficult to get anything in like shipping or anything. So we were actually trying to get one of the other water filtration systems. And a week later, we were wondering where it was. I mean it was coming out of Utah, but it doesn't take a week to get these systems in. You know?
1: Eight weeks later we'd order for and, two other companies. Eight weeks
2: later we ordered for two other companies.
1: And still didn't have a product.
2: Right. And then I looked into it and I was like, and I looked to her and I was like, well, how hard could it be to make this? I mean ourselves. Ourselves. <laughs> I mean, we have a engineer and I like to tinker around. I've done welding and all type different types of stuff. I'm a mechanic with cars. And so I was like, How hard could it be? So we uh
1: I drew it. He made it. <laughs>
2: yeah, she drew it. There you go. I made it. We actually just ordered a filter and built the system around that.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, did a, a ton of research. And since then, even far more on every system that's available on the market today, where they're coming from country of origin and uh currently have filters coming from England that are the best in the market that mm-hmm. we found that, you know, for yeah. our product, for the longevity of the product, for an all-in-one system. Um, if people are familiar, we have a countertop gravity-fed filtration system. Right. So, um, unlike some of the other products, we were looking for an aesthetic, something that would look beautiful on a countertop and not like it belongs in a hospital or a sterile workplace. It's um, it's actually made of of glass as well as stainless steel, so it looks nice in the home, but it's still it's portable. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and oh. then the additional filtration option that we have, it, everything is is plant-based and mineral-based. So there's no, I don't think a lot of people know that a lot of their carbon block filters are made from bone char. And although mm-hmm. it provides excellent filtration and it's relatively cheap, sourcing of where that bone is coming from, ethical reasons, and mm-hmm. just people, how do people feel about that? We, we didn't feel comfortable yeah. with that. Um, so we opted for an option that had no priming on a filter. It was all in one. We have fluoride here where we're at in Florida. and It's a concern for people around the country. Um, It's not safe to be drinking. And we wanted to make sure that we could provide someone with an all-in-one solution that got 200 plus contaminants out of the water that they're consuming every single day for their their drinking needs, cooking needs, or anything else.
0: Yep. And that's a differentiator right there because (laughs) most of the products don't uh, include Filtration of fluoride, I don't think, from what I've seen, mm-hmm. you need to go separate for that, like maybe a separate piece or separate expense. And sometimes you can get one, but not the other. And so if you're looking for everything in one, that totally answers that question. Yep. Do you guys, so you you found some challenges from the from the pandemic with basically supply chain issues. And that's why perhaps you weren't getting your products from the other companies in time. Um yeah. Are you, how comfortable and confident are you guys that you'll continue to be able to source the stuff that you need since you don't make it all, you know, in your own facility from total scratch, you have to rely on a supplier for something, right? Um, how confident or comfortable and what's, what's, what's making you confident about the future of that, would you say?
2: so we're pretty confident that we can keep the supply chain going the only reason why we couldn't get these filters and the actual water filtration system is because the time in which we ordered it when everybody was scared of what was going on and not really knowing about what was going on so it was like an emergency preparedness preparedness um you know product that we had to wait for. So, everybody was ordering these systems. So, that's why it was difficult to get the actual system. But to get the actual parts that we make the uh, system with, it's, it shouldn't be that difficult. Cool.
1: So, here's two things we did to circumvent it we realized that everyone was ordering this same, I guess, metal canister. From yeah. a few manufacturers based in China or India. So we again we wanted to circumvent and that.
2: It looks like it belongs in a hospital. So. You know, it just looks like, you know, very medical.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> so again, the aesthetic was important to me when he looked at me that day and he's like, How can we make this? Um and then that's how we actually initially got our orders. If we hadn't been forced to wait eight weeks, the question never would have been asked. the company would never have been made. Sure. Um and then we posted a picture of it and got 20 orders or people asking where they could get one of these within a week's time timeframe. We looked at each yeah. other like, oh, okay. <laughs> there's, there's a need and a demand. People are looking for something like this. Yeah. As far as supply <clears throat> chain issues for what we're we're doing now, I've located three different companies within the US that are actually making glass that are producing these products. And then the stainless steel, the actual filter basin that housing we can source from within the country as well. So that's helpful to know that there are still mills that are producing these products and that we don't have to outsource. Mm -hmm. And I think being uh, a young and nimble company that we have the opportunity to pivot um, the design. And uh, I guess Mm -hmm. future wise, we are actually looking to make a proprietary filter for ourselves instead of just assembling the components. Um, the NSF certification that we're afforded from this filter in England is the best in, in the market. However, having our own patented and proprietary filter based on the research that we've done, I think we can deliver a superior product and something, again, that we're providing so we yeah. can avoid supply chain <clears throat> shortages.
0: Awesome. So you've done some homework is basically <laughs> the answer. Yeah, <laughs> you've, done, yeah, uh, you've done some work to, to, to hedge <laughs> against that possibility, yeah. which is excellent. Um And so the average person who understands that they should be drinking water, who might understand, you know, or are trying to drink the best water that they can, they maybe understand that tap water is not necessarily the best water that they can drink. Um, They have several options of maybe going and purchasing water at the store. And that in itself is a, you know, tremendous exercise of figuring out which one in that spectrum might be good versus bad. Um, Some people might be fortunate to have access to a natural spring near their house, and they might Mm -hmm. be collecting water that way or using water that way for their family. Um, So there are different ways people try to address the situation of trying to get good water. Um, I would imagine that with your products, you know, it, it, it's, it's, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like it's, a, it's an easy to access solution um, to a problem that a lot of people are searching for. It's less expensive than always buying water. Mm-hmm. Um, does it give you the ability to take actual tap water, which is, in most people's views, the cheapest option, right? And turn it into great water? I mean, talk about that a little bit, if you would.
2: Yeah. So so I'm just going to go on the layman's road and she can go down the scientific road. But I mean, like here in Florida, the water is horrible where it comes out of the tap and it's yellow in most cases. And you can actually see that in the, the reservoir in our filter system. And you can taste the difference. Like when you drink it out of the tap, don't recommend it at all, especially, you know, places in Florida, but. You filter it through our system and it's crystal clear and it tastes completely different. It's, it's amazing. Um, and not only that, can you filter it from tap, but you can go down to your stream or pond and filter this out. I mean, you can take a hose and put hose water in the reservoir and filter it out just because the way that the filter works and the filter Filters out up to five thousand gallons, removing two hundred plus contaminants. And what you're saying about you know people buying water bottles and buying bottled water, we save over forty thousand water bottles from going into circulation.
1: Per from, filter, per filter,
2: <laughs> per filter. And these filters, depending on the water quality, can last up to a year. So other, you know, filtration, um, you know, brands or whatever lasts two, three, four weeks, maybe this lasts up to a year. Mm.
0: And, and out of the 40,000 bottles that you guys are saving per filter, I would imagine 90 to 95% of those are plastic. Absolutely. Yep. Right. Cause very small yep. percentage of those are probably even glass, you know? Mm-hmm. So you're really, I think I saw a graphic or a meme online the other day of, um, bottled water being analyzed and it showed somebody's finger a picture of somebody's finger hold and it was just like a bunch of microplastic particles stuck to their finger (sighs) like they were showing how much was from a certain amount of water I I can't remember you know what the quantity of water was where they got this from but it just looked like crazy it looked like you dipped your finger in like salt and you were holding it up to the camera um so wow. it, was, it was really crazy. So, you know, people don't, obviously you don't see that floating around in your bottle that you're drinking. You know, these Not are the small stuff. particles yeah. that have to be minutely filtered out. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, the, all that information is great. So the answer to my question was you can take tap water and turn it into <laughs> great water um, yeah. using your filter, yeah. which is the cheapest solution. And all you need is one filter. To, to do that, basically, yeah. that lasts longer than most filters on the market um, and is an all-in-one solution taking out even fluoride. Okay. Got yeah. it. Got yeah, it.
1: It's basically, what? Less than a penny a gallon on average for a tap water, mm-hmm. but you don't know what you're getting. And in many right. cases, those plastic microplastics end up in the tap water, the groundwater, even well water. Yep. that where that wherever yep. they might be pulling it from but what people don't realize the importance of they're like oh microplastics no big deal mm. microplastics actually fill receptor sites on in your body where you're supposed to have hormones so they become xenoestrogens in the body and make us have way more estrogen mm-hmm. than we need and it's making a lot of people sick i don't think that is good for they guys don't understand <laughs> a lot of i imagine it's not
0: good for anyone anything.
2: No, yeah, not no. good for anyone. But you have too much estrogen in guys and women—it's just imbalance you- that you just don't want to go down. Yep. So, and yeah. And you don't realize that that it's in your water. You know, that's the amazing thing. It's like something is something that we take for granted, that comes out of our faucet, that's readily available, that is actually starting to poison us, which is crazy.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So the more you know, you know. That's that's interesting.
0: You bring up readily available um, because there are some that would try to educate society that water is not readily available. It's not abundant. It's limited in supply. And so we should all be afraid of eventually running out of water. Um, Have you guys thought about that at all? And what's kind of your view on that?
2: I mean, like the research that we do about water, we actually know too much. Um, so, I mean, if you want to research this research primary water and it'll make you feel a lot better, um, a lot better in the sense that water isn't scarce, but um, maybe puts a little bit of fear into you. It's like where are is coming from and not being able to tap into that said water. Yeah.
1: The technology that we have now, we're living in an incredible era where we have access to technologies I think that we didn't have before, and we need to as a global community start thinking more I guess educated and holistically on how we can utilize the water that is available. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking at rainwater capture, um though so we've talked about acid rain that could be a potential problem, but then you have a filtration system that makes this water available, but I know that parts of the country are struggling with with drought conditions like California, yeah. and <clears throat> there's many reasons that are causing that. However, primary water, as Mike said, uh, dehumidifying the atmosphere. Uh, we're seeing things on the market now where you can literally take a dehumidification system or attach a solar panel to it and take moisture out of the air, mm-hmm. even in the desert. So there are options available. Um, we just it's, it's a part of our goal to educate as many people as possible on how to live more sustainably
2: mm-hmm. and
1: how the different things that are available for them to do that. So yeah. we don't need to live here in the scarcity mindset. We have a very abundant planet that we're living on and yeah. the resources are here for us. <laughs> yeah,
0: excellent. Um, I mean, to get out there even further on that limb, I've even heard people who argue the point uh, that desalination desalinization of seawater is easier and cheaper than people think. And so, you know, I don't know if you guys have looked into that at all. That might be just, you know, way out there on the woo scale. I think
1: it's brilliant, except when they dump the salt back into the oceans, because that's acidifying the ocean. So it, it's throwing off the pH balance. So if we're actually utilizing that salt and cleaning the microplastics and any contaminants out of that salt, mm-hmm. We still need that it's an electrolyte balance for the body. It's healthy. Right. So if we can figure out how to be in harmony with the ecosystem, I don't think that there's a problem
0: with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very
2: interesting. It's like going back to our filters too, it's like they don't remove all the minerals. The minerals. It actually puts minerals into the water. that you know, And
0: that's so- that's a concern for some people, mm-hmm. right? They don't want their water to be quote unquote too clean, right? right. Mm-hmm. Like barren of anything nutritious. Um, yeah. Right.
1: It's not devoid of uh, total dissolved solids. So if you're starting with a beautiful mountain spring water that you're potentially worried about having heavy metals in, or Giardia or some sort of uh, biological, it will remove that without removing the minerals like magnesium and and calcium. So. Excellent.
0: That's great. I mean, that's the best of all worlds. That was on my list to ask you guys. Um, <laughs> you know, what if someone does have great mountain spring water? They think it's great. They want to use it. You know, and and So great. I appreciate that answer. Um, that, That brings me to this one. What's the best way to test it? What's the best way to test water? What's the least expensive, most reliable way if somebody wants to just say, you know, how good or bad is my water?
1: So there are several home kits that you can order or send out to. MyTapScore.com offers a great variety of testing that they can offer, that you can just send in water samples and they'll do that. There's other independent labs that offer water testing as well. Um, and then if you want to actually see what your if you're on municipality uh, water, you can actually go to EWG.org, the mm-hmm. Environmental Working Group puts out a study on what the legal limit is what they've tested for and determined to be safe and in some cases it's it's frightening to actually see what is in the water that you're consuming and and most of us
0: have no idea idea what is
1: what is in the water and that's a free resource yeah
0: So okay very cool um what are you guys thinking about for the future? Are you doing any product development, R&D? Will you be offering different things in the future?
1: For the niche market that we're looking to, I mean, we're we're talking to you from our, our camper right now where we live that travel lifestyle and that's really important to us to be able to pick up and go see amazing things and, and people and, and explore and adventure the way that we want to. So for the market that we were looking to serve um, right now, ours is a home product and it still can be portable. So it's a a Mm -hmm. gallon on top that you could go down to a stream or a pond and be able to fill up in a camping situation or emergency situation and have clean, fresh, delicious water. Mm -hmm. As far as innovation, we want to be able to actually make that more portable. Um, Do you want to talk about the 3d printing and kind oh of, yeah <laughs> like... so we got
2: um yeah we had our, uh, a buddy of ours start the 3d print a mock-up of what our travel size filter would look like yeah. um something that is really portable and it's really exciting and can't really talk too much about it and what we're going to do with it but yeah. just know that it's going to be portable it's going to be perfect for camping and hiking anywhere you go um so that's super exciting um we're probably going to be doing a little bit more uh changes to the design making it a little bit um maybe a little bit bigger maybe a more aesthetically pleasing for the home for the home and uh yeah we're just excited to play around with all those um and
1: and then we have one more item that we are in development on right now um we're actually finalizing the design that is going to help energize your water, which there's a ton of therapeutic value, peer-reviewed research if you want to go um, out in the market space and look up what um, adding an extra hydrogen molecule does to your water. Um, so basically adding to its structure and being able to be absorbed and utilized by the body. So mm-hmm. ultimately, we are here to help people hydrate more thoroughly without toxins. Mm-hmm.
2: any way we can. Excellent.
0: And you said a word that I resonate with is energy. So energizing water. And so as you guys know what I do uh, with, with pulse PMF, um, we're looking at energizing the body with magnetic field energy Mm -hmm. um, and helping the cells uptake the hydration and the nutrition and the oxygen in a Mm -hmm. more efficient way and a more energized way. And then detox get rid of metabolic waste and toxins from the cells as well and so i think mm-hmm. those two things are hugely complementary and also one of the reasons why i wanted to talk with you guys and um because i just think you know it's very synergistic what we're both doing um i heard i heard recently some talks too just switching gears a little bit um there's there's the thought that drinking as much water as you can uh is the most optimal way of living and there's another school of thought that says um, first of all it needs to be the right kind of water it can't just be any water that's one thing and second of all volume of drinking might not be the complete you know answer because and i think most people think that that's that's a logical thing to do, just because they understand that most of the body is made of water, but mm-hmm. they don't necessarily understand the type of water and how it's different than this water
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> uh,
0: when it's right. it, when it's in your body and in your cells. And so, you know, kind of, and I'm not an expert on this, but kind of the fourth phase of water and metabolic water and mm-hmm. how it's created in yeah. the body isn't necessarily from drinking gallons of water but it's from other things as well. Like receiving sunlight, for example. Um, I heard recently that the, the eyes have more mitochondria in them than any part of your body basically. And so when you look into the sunlight and when your eyes receive sunlight, the mitochondria produce metabolic water better, (laughs) just something I ran into. Tells yeah. your
1: body to upregulate. Oh, the sun's out. We need more energy to get through the day. Yeah. And you know, we Let's... are diurnal beings. We sleep at night, we're awake during the day. The sunlight is very essential to our creation evolution and
2: just getting back to it, you know, yeah. being primal, yeah. you know, going back to our roots. Yeah. Makes
0: sense. Yep. Yep. So t- I just thought that was interesting. Did you have something to add, <laughs> Melissa?
1: To answer your question. Um man, we have had friends that have tried diets and regimens, everything under the sun and everybody's body is different. And this is what I think I want to drive home is that I, my needs are not like his that are not like yours. So to drink a gallon of water a day might be perfectly fine for you. It could, I mean, there have been people that have literally drowned themselves by drinking too much water and died. I Mm -hmm. mean, this has actually happened on a radio show, I think a couple of years ago, they were doing a water challenge. So chugging mm-hmm. water, you know, people are like, Oh, if you feel thirsty, it's already too late. You're dehydrated. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, right. great. Give yourself some grace, but chugging water, um, just for the sake of chugging, I'm so thirsty. will actually flush out vital electrolytes and minerals that your body needs to retain that water. So being mindful of the things that we're doing, and then I've done it. We're yeah.
2: Guinea pigs. She was like, <laughs> hey, I learned about this. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it. You know, I was like, I started chugging water and I was like, you're right. My tongue was dry and everything. And I, I like just started sweating to the point that I was feeling lightheaded. And this was just like first when I woke, woke up, just chugged water. Okay. <laughs> that didn't work. Then I started sipping water in the morning. And I felt a lot better.
1: It was crazy giving the body what it needs specific to your body so we're trying to educate Mm -hmm. people on how to get back to the innate wisdom of their Mm cells, and what their body needs instead of listening to all of the new trends and fads and everything that's coming out that might help them Mm -hmm. but when you tune in here and start to learn And to ask the questions of what my body needs. Uh, I mean, there's a good barometer where you can say, hey, drink half your body weight in ounces of water. But what happens if you're working outside that day and you've done a long run? Or what happens if you've decided to stay in bed and veg all day? I mean, Mm -hmm. there are different needs for different situations and different people.
0: Yeah. So I think people get, you know, screwed into the um, quantity over quality you know, argument too. And you know, they just think if they do more of something, it must be better. More is better. But but they don't pay any (laughs) attention to how they're doing it or what they're putting in when they're doing it type thing. So
1: hype and quality. I mean, we have we know people that have drank distilled water for 20 years. And then Mm. and I think a typical use case people would be like, well that's dead water when we're talking about energy and hydrogenating water. And something that's alive, like you would find in nature, mm-hmm. like, oh, well that's dead water. Well, if this person is has a farm and is consuming their produce directly from that farm, that is the best energized, structured water with tons of vitamins, minerals, and nutrients. So they're replenishing from the nutrition source. Mm-hmm. I think most people today that are living, you said that more is better, they're go, go, go. They're not getting this quality diet they're just getting what's readily available to them. So yes, it would potentially, if they were going to go just drink distilled water, Mm -hmm. have dehydrating effects instead of actually being able to nourish their body properly. Sure.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. The things that are readily available to your point, your phrase that you used are typically not the things that you want to pay the most attention to, um, you know, whether it be water whether it be food or whether it be, you know, w- whatever is convenient, easy, readily available. Uh, you should usually look beyond. I found that to be a good rule of thumb in, in life. Um, look <laughs> a little deeper, You know? <laughs> do a little more research, look a little deeper and uh, learn from yourself. Um, so, Great information on all the water stuff. Is there anything you wanted to just add to that that we didn't cover about the company or the product or anything about Life H2O before we kind of switch gears for a couple minutes?
1: Stay tuned because we've had this one product for the last year and it's really been an evolution process for to think about the trajectory on where we want to bring this. So Mm -hmm. we're really excited about what we are creating and this 2022 is going to be a year where you're going to see... More innovative products and things that we're hopeful that are going to serve more people more profoundly.
2: Yeah,
0: excellent, awesome. Appreciate all that. Um, Mm -hmm. Switching gears a little bit. There's another very interesting thing about you guys that kind of (laughs) caught caught my attention when we first met, and um, and that is you guys and getting back to an earlier point your the, the water thing is kind of a preparatory making sure that you're ready for a situation perhaps obviously your overall wellness is always a situation for for, for yeah. your future and the future of your family so you touched a little bit about uh you know getting into the water business and that was sort of um you know uh you've you, you got some exposure to people who were preparing for certain things and wanting to be ready for certain things You guys have created an off-grid sustainable bus. yes why yeah. did you do that and and <laughs> and, and why are you doing know. it and how's it going and what is that going to end up being tell me about that
1: <laughs> well i know we are really excited about the idea of it and we, yeah. still, we still are it's-,
2: it's it's awesome to be like seeing all these youtubers that are making these vans in the tiny homes and everything and they make it look so easy <laughs> that's the first thing i want to like tell people if you want to get into Building a bus, building a van, do your research because it's not easy. It's not easy. It takes a lot of man hours to do that.
1: <laughs> it becomes a full-time job. Yeah, and
2: definitely a full-time job.
1: Last year, we had a fair amount of time on our hands and everything was virtual. And this dream is is still alive within us. But mm-hmm. as we have this concept where we're like, we are going to live in a bus and document building it at the same time.
2: So say that again.
1: We wanted to live in the bus.
0: Did we have any creature comforts?
1: No electricity, (laughs) no plumbing. No, it was a metal box. But you had your phone
0: so you could film the whole thing. Right, (laughs) it's the most important (laughs) part.
1: We were on an incredible piece of property uh, if anyone knows anything about Florida, it's extremely hot and humid, especially during the summer, it rains every day. And there's mosquitoes, the sides of birds. So yeah. Yeah. put all of that together.
2: <laughs> it's the state bird oh, of Florida. It's so a mosquito.
1: we've had a, our fair share of trials and tribulations. I have to say like the challenges that we faced with this are different than we've ever experienced in our life. Mm-hmm. We came from living in like, Fairly large homes and a uh, different side of the country. We went from the desert to Florida, um, which is awesome. We're near family now, which has also, you know, been a really great value shift for us. Mm-hmm. But having all of the creature comforts to having none and being happier than we've ever been was so humbling yeah. and eye-opening for us to just realize like home is wherever we are, and yeah. it's. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. So it's something that we've been able to build on even when mm-hmm. it's like been yeah. really tough.
2: Yep. Yeah. And they say like, you know, if you want to see if a relationship's gonna work, live together. <laughs> No, if you want to in, see it, it's going to work. Yeah, build a bus together.
0: <laughs> live together in a bus that you have to build while you're documenting it.
1: Yeah.
0: Right, exactly. Right. So like,
1: we don't want people to feel bad for us. We did this no, on purpose.
2: Yeah, <laughs> completely on purpose.
0: This is on us.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was completely on us.
1: We're going to be TikTok famous. Yes. That, that, was, uh, that was the
2: thought because it's like, oh, wow, they can see a struggle and it's real. And, you know, we did get. Like some traction, walk. attraction to it like one of our first videos we posted we got like 300 000 views which was awesome and we we're like oh my this is incredible thing. and then we started doing more and more and more and they got less, and less than less <laughs> and they're like what that doesn't make any sense
1: we're not what are we enough doing enough right yeah real. we're not
2: we're not funny enough because we're sweating and like crying and <laughs> look at what we have it's just too real
0: for people (laughs) (laughs) you're not only filming you know the successes and and, and all the brand new shiny things that are in there you know yeah they want to
1: see the beautiful stuff as we're taking out the the potty right yes
0: right (laughs) and not to mention
2: building a company at the same time with no space (laughs) right yes (laughs) we were fulfilling orders in this bus sure (laughs) it was it was incredible, like it, it we have pictures of it mobile like office everything lined up, mobile <laughs> office. everything was clean and sanitary. Just let you know we have,
0: lug, we have luggage
1: bays <laughs> that are my height under the bus. so we had ton of storage
2: ton of storage I know great. and I've yeah. seen
0: pictures of it, and I think, you know there's that's a blank canvas. You guys yeah. could yeah. really you know, with the right amount of time and, and, and not being distracted by a million things and, you know, all the challenges that could really end up being great. Is it still a work in progress or what, what do you think?
1: Uh, Words of wisdom have help with someone that this is, I don't want to say their business, but like, this is their passion and they know what they're doing. So yes, that is actually been a saving grace on this beautiful guided journey that we've been on we've met a bus builder that is also him and his wife are holistic nutritionists so yeah she's oh, a healer
2: a lot of synergy interesting <laughs> yeah.
1: so they are gonna help um we call the bus herbie because herberetta herberetta it's a female it's
2: a female She's very temperamental. She has
1: a soul, and it's um, its spirit is definitely meant to do something with us. So we still have her and she's got yeah. help to be built. So we just had to have um, some faith to be able to to stick it out, and I think. uh, Faith yeah. has been like a good guiding word for this entire journey. So we uh, just had to believe excellent.
0: that what we're doing. Yeah, <laughs> and that's definitely another thing for everybody to stay tuned for with you guys because that's yeah. that's an interesting yeah. one. And so, um, so in wrapping up, um, are there any parting words of wisdom you guys would like to share? And um, how do people learn more about? Life H2O.
2: So I guess the umbrella company that we go under with her practitioning, her practitioning and my practitioning being the energy, her being the more physical, is holistic life spelled W-H-O-L-E-I-S-T-I-C L-Y-F-E. But if you want to find the water company, Life H2O is our water company. Gotcha. So it's kind of like all encompassing. Excellent.
1: So you can find those. Both the dot coms on Instagram, on Facebook, uh, our social handles yeah. there. And
2: lifeh2o.com.
0: Okay. So I appreciate that. We're going to uh, post all those links below and all that contact information. Thanks for being on Resilient Business today. Loved having you on the show. We're going to post everything below and we hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Joe. Thank you that so much,
0: awesome. Joe. Appreciate you. Excellent. Thank you. Thanks.